0: through good character. You need athleticism. The Colts have got character and athleticism. They spend a lot of money, spend a lot of resources building the character of their team. Can you do it that way? And will we feel better about it as Colts fans if they're able to do it that way? It's really interesting. And and, uh, part of that comes from a discussion about Ronald Norad. Ronald Norad, the Pacers' summer league coach, from the time he was at Butler, embodied, number one, everything that's good about Butler, and number two, everything that's good about leadership. If you talked to Ronald Norred when he was a student athlete at Butler, you wanted to hire him to do anything. If you managed anything, you thought, i got to have this guy on my staff. Those qualities led Butler basketball to an NCAA championship game berth in both 2010 and 2011. It's interesting. Pacers getting ready to to go to war in Vegas and hopefully win some games in the Summer League. We'll see Jalen Smith sign his deal as a free agent to stay in Indianapolis, play for the Pacers, and be the starting four, according to Rick Carlisle. We'll talk about that as well. This is Breakfast with Kent for Thursday, July seventh, two 2022, brought to you by the great people at Johnson's Plumbing. Johnson's, here's what they do. They take a plumbing problem they enact a solution, whap, you've got great plumbing again in your home. Give them a call, 765-610-8809, the number. All right, smash that subscribe button. Likes, we want 222 likes. Room 222, remember that show? With the great Lloyd Dixon, Karen Valentine, etc. Michael Constantine, great show, all kinds of fun. Friday nights on ABC, everybody remembers if you're of a certain age. All right, let's talk about the Colts. Let's talk about building a franchise, a competent franchise, a winning franchise with character as one of the the real signature aspects of what they do, one of the points of differentiation that they try to create. Chris Ballard has done that, came here a little bit over five years ago, five and a half years ago, and said, here's how we're going to build a winner. And he's done that. Obviously, he's done that by building in the trenches – and, and trying to solve the, the Rubik's Cube of the quarterback position for the Colts, and that hasn't gone swimmingly since Andrew Luck's retirement. Chris Ballard, 42-42. and 42. But I guess the question is, would you rather have a Colts franchise with character guys and, and root for them to win then guys who are just flat-out great athletes, and you didn't give a damn less. And, and you became kind of what the Raiders were back in the 60s and 70s, 80s, too, with Al Davis. The owner ju- saying, just win, baby. That's all he cared about. Character, schmeracter. go out there, win football games, scare the hell out of people when you get off the team bus. This is an interesting question, and it's kind of that question of balance, Right? You need a certain amount of character. You need a certain amount of maturity and accountability, but you also need a certain amount of athleticism, and if you sacrifice one for the other, you're going to have problems winning. Balance is the critical component to success in all things. If all you have is a short-term vision, you might win in the short term, but you're never going to win a long-term dance, right, toward great success. If you're all long-term, but you're not short-term, it's the same thing. If you're all responsibility and character and no athleticism, you know what, you're going to have really, really nice guys that you would want to have date your daughter who can't cover anybody in the NFL or in college. That's where that's kind of this, this dance to find balance, and that's what Ballard is trying to do. So the characteristics that I see from the Indianapolis Colts walking around, and, and we'll be there when camp starts in less than three weeks, trying to figure out what this team's got in terms of speed and ability in hands and hands, and then those characteristics as we talk to the guys, the accountability, the responsibility, the ability, uh, maturity, the immaturability. Sure. Uh, that team-first mentality, sacrificing personal for the glory of the group, those are important qualities for a football team, a basketball team especially. You can get away with it in baseball. Baseball, you don't need that. Baseball is a series of man-on-man negotiations, right? You've got a pitcher and a hitter. You've got a hitter and a fielder. You've got a fielder and the base runner. It's all individual man-on-man uh, dynamics within that nine-against-nine sort of uh, construct. With football, you got to have 11 guys who are bought in and understand the common vision, each play, attack toward what the goal of that play is, right? And, and attack a defense and, and hope that you're a little bit more disciplined, a little bit better practiced, uh, a little bit stronger and a little bit faster. And if you can do that enough times, you're going to win a lot of football games. The same is true in basketball, If you have guys who are willing to subvert, and you see it all the time in the NBA because the NBA is filled with divas, and that's what makes the NBA a little bit fascinating to me. It drives some people crazy. To me, it's fascinating to see NBA teams with diva-type guys, right, who are otherworldly talented, all of a sudden uh, try to fit what they do within the construct of the team and bring winning to whatever organization they're with. And, and a lot of times it doesn't work. You look at Kyrie Irving. He is iconoclastic. He is a, a, an individual kind of wrapped in that team sport. And, and his teams have difficulty succeeding r- r- regardless of his talent because he just doesn't see basketball As a five-on-five enterprise, he sees it as a one-on-one or a two-on-two enterprise, and that just doesn't work. The Colt, what are the characteristics that they look for? Team-first mentality I mentioned. You are playing for a team. You are playing for the glory of a team. With team glory, you can experience personal satisfaction, personal wealth. All things become possible in the NFL with team success. The Colts try to find people and they spend a lot of money doing it, a lot of resources doing it, trying to find people who are willing to subvert the individual for the glory of the team. Discipline. You gotta be disciplined. And you've got to be you've got to be willing to listen and you've got to be respectful. And the discipline comes in being on time working hard every single day. And Frank Reich says it relentlessly that every day you want to become 1% better. And if you do that enough days, all of a sudden you got a chance to be really, really good. All those 1% tend to stack up. And that's also the thing about team sports and about the NFL, about the NBA too in, in some respects, but college basketball probably more than the NBA, is you feel really, really good about having your kid learn about life through the lessons that sports teach, right? Sports teach selflessness. If that's all your kid gets out of watching the Colts or out of watching the Pacers is a sense of that selflessness, you got a chance To have your kid learn something that's going to be very, very valuable, not just to the company for whom he works, but in his life as the head of his own family or her own family, it's a really important thing to learn that we are a community and we live and operate in a series of communities, right? We work for a company and we're surrounded by people who need to buy in to the success of that company. We live within a family, and that family isn't there for you as much as you need to be there for them. And if you have enough people within a family or a company or a team, if you have enough people who understand that and are willing to metaphorically ball out every day to try to win for the team and try to lift one another... Number one, you're going to be really successful. Your bottom line is going to be successful. But number two, you're going to have a lot of really, really happy people in the workplace. And and you can smell that. You can feel it. When you walk into the Colts locker room, and this is in direct opposition to what was going on in the Colts locker room, let's say 2013 to 2016, because that's when I was in it under the Grigson regime. You had... Uh, to put it in Roy Hibbert's words and this is true for the Pacers too there's some selfish dudes in here you know what i mean and if you got selfish dudes in here you're going to have a tough time beating a team that comparatively excels in that teamwork kind of area in discipline in team first behavior in responsibility and an understanding that maturity and in responsibility are a collective dynamic as well as an individual dynamic. And that's why I got to tell you, I'm excited about Matt Ryan because listening to Mo Ali Cox talk about the accountability that Matt Ryan's demanding as the quarterback of that team, where he's stopping guys in the halls and he's saying, hey, if we're in X and they are in Y, what's your adjustment? He's holding people accountable for knowing the playbook understanding what Matt Ryan's going to do and how he's going to read it and on Sundays come September 11th through the entire fall the Colts are going to be better for it and that's exciting that's fun what is the point of winning if it doesn't if it doesn't validate some kind of belief about the character of humanity why play you know what i mean if you got a guy and that guy's all about him. And he contributes to a championship. What, what thought, what philosophy is validated by that championship? A Lombardi trophy ought to stand for something. A Lawrence O'Brien trophy ought to stand for something. You know, that, that goofy-ass trophy in Major League Baseball, it ought to stand for something. The Stanley Cup needs to stand for something other than unabashed desire to win. It's got to stand for some kind of characteristic and some kind of collective character that brought the winning. And, and that brings us to Ronald Norad. That's who Ronald Norad is. Ronald Norad has a deep understanding of, of the need for a team to do this and play like this and behave like this. He's one of the most welcoming guys that you're ever going to meet in your life. And and you, you feel, as you talk to him, as you interview him, and this is almost never true of anybody you interview, especially as a college student, which is where I first met Ronald Norrett. Ronald was a guy, like you talked to him for 10 minutes on tape for a radio show, and you were like, wow, that guy, I wanna hang with this guy. This guy oozes all the characteristics I believe lead to success. And now he's a head coach for the Pacers' summer league team, and I think they're going to do great things in part because of Ronald Norwood. And having him as part of the staff, I think, is absolutely huge. You look at those Butler teams that he played for with Matt Howard and Zach Hahn and Shelvin Mack and Gordon Hayward for the one year. That was awesome. That was a group that got it. My son's summer team, the Spies Central Stars, with Matt Howard for three years, Zach Hahn for three years, Ben Botts for a couple of years, Nate Blank, Joe Hughes, Kyle Miller, Teron Bibbs, Jawan Johnson for three years, uh, the, John Ashworth, uh, a bunch of great guys. And I've, I've left out a few, and I apologize to the guys that I left out, but they were all coaches on the floor. They all understood the need to do this. They all got that. They all understood their role within that team, and that if they fulfilled their role and they helped others fulfill theirs, You had a hell of a chance to win basketball games and basketball tournaments. This is a team that was almost never the most talented team on the floor. But, man, could they run their stuff, put the ball in the bucket, and stop you from doing it on the other end. They were really good at that, and that's how you win. Not just in sports, but in life. And, again, if winning doesn't doesn't, uh, somehow validate what you want to get done in life what is the point of playing the game what is the point the colts get that, and i love chris ballard for it we crap on chris ballard every once in a while odd gears not great drafts we know that some free agent signings and non-free agent signings where you're like you got to get busy and get a wide receiver let's go and we don't care about carry let's get a fast guy who can stretch a defense Chris Ballard doesn't play that, and I'm glad he doesn't. Kevin Pritchard seems to have come around. I don't think that that was a focus for the Pacers for a long time. Now it appears to be, and I think that the Pacers are really going to succeed because of that change of philosophy. They have pivoted their belief system, and I think that that's a really good thing for this team. Summer league play begins tomorrow, 6 o'clock, in Vegas against Charlotte. Can't wait to see them play. They are good dudes. I like talking to these guys. We spent time talking to guys yesterday, and Chris Duarte Moore smiles. He is always smiling. Benedict Matherin, we're going to talk to him a little bit later today. Can't wait. We'll share that video with you. Let's celebrate some birthdays, shall we? A guy who understands group dynamic and understands how to win in the game of radio, the great Jay Chapman, owns Wolf Boom Radio. Does a great job with his uh, his cluster of stations, his chain of stations. Uh, the great Wayne Marking, Charlie Marking, what a teammate! New Albany Soccer, great teammate, great dude. He understood that success comes from being a part of a collective. John Garren, happy birthday, Marsha Shot Soderholm, a, a wonderful teammate as uh, an MS salesperson for sure. Sabrina Eichenberger. Happy birthday, Harold Robinson, the great Chrissy Myers talking about the Pacers. Uh, I don't believe she's in Vegas. She's gonna celebrate her birthday right here in Indiana. And Ed Holdaway, who has seen this work and seen it not work, as the S I D for IUPY. What a what a group of birthdays to validate our look at uh, at, at the need to embody certain characteristics in order to validate winning wonderful uh we'll talk to you later today a little bit we'll uh we'll have our conversation with benedict mathrin and then this afternoon inside indiana sports now we'll get back to more of a sports thing this morning was kind of ethereal gotta tell you the truth we'll get back to nuts nuts and bolts sports let's go live live your best life today can you it, it, you know what we say it every day but lift others Make it possible for them to live their best life, and you do that uh, just by listening to people and respecting them, right? right?